This is Midnight Downloads. A podcast exploring our current realities from a spiritual lens through stories, experience, loss, and love. And we're your hosts, Tanya Garrett and Ashley Warning. Welcome back to Midnight Downloads. This is our fourth episode. And today, me and Tanya are just honestly going to talk. We're going to talk about what's going on with us for spring, some lessons we learned, and we're just going to ask each other some, like, fun questions. So, Tanya, I would like to start with you. Woohoo! Right? Um, so, tell me tell me about your spring, and I also really want to know, um, what's going on with yoga teacher training? How's that going? Yeah. So, this spring, I know it's been a lot of fire. I know we were going to talk about with the airy season. And I guess I wanted to back up a little bit just to give people a little idea of when we say airy season. And honestly, feel free, Ashley, to correct me too, because I'm still learning. But with the spring equinox that happened on March 20th, where the night and the day, they're equal time, you know, equal sun, equal moon. Um, It starts the start of spring, but it also starts the new cycle of an astrological year. Mm -hmm. So March 20th to about April 20th is airy season. And so like you mentioned with this spring, there's just a lot of fire. So for me, Mm -hmm. the heat is turning up. So um, I feel like we were talking about in previous episodes with winter, there was a lot of rest and reflection And for me now, there's a lot of movement going on, new projects, moving like with this yoga. So it's been feeling good, but it's also been a little exciting, but also overwhelming, you know, because with any shift and change, it can be there's an adjustment period. And with the yoga training as a perfect example of um, kicking it up a notch. And so I just want to give a little background for, for yoga teacher training. I'm doing a 200-hour yoga teacher training. And when I say that, it's just basically equivalent of studying yoga, practicing yoga for 200 hours. But when I signed up for this program, and it's an online program, so it's not a, in person, so that's different. You know, I signed up for this somewhere towards the end of the pandemic when we were on lockdown. And so it was just more convenient and safe to do the online practice mm-hmm. working at that time. So I just didn't have time. So now that I'm taking more of a break, I was able to deep dive into it this winter. And just like with the season before I was going a little slower, but I think um, my idea of taking the yoga teacher training was thinking that I would take this 200 hour and then be an expert at yoga after it be able to do all the moves and I think it was a little overwhelming because as I went through the material I'm still learning so it was kind of scary be, you know there's an exam where you have to teach and I thought oh my gosh I'm I'm not ready and with the airy season kicking up that fire there's a more fire and confidence in that I'm learning more I'm you know I think with anything when you are around material for a while you read it you don't understand it you read it again and then at some point it all seems to kind of come together mm-hmm. a little more sense and so I feel like that's where I am right now where when I do my saunas in the morning it just feels really good I'm, I'm more so worried about how I'm feeling than 
being a proficient or, you know, excellent yoga teacher, because when I signed up for this, it was really more so for self-study than, mm-hmm. than that. So it's been a really great, uh, I've been doing yoga every morning, um, for a couple hours, well, for an hour asana and then studying and stuff. And that's been wow. going a little more with the discipline. Cause I think because it's self-paced, you know, you're like, you can do other things and come back to it. So there's mm-hmm. a little more fire there and discipline in working through the material. So it's been going great. No, I, that like makes me so excited. I love hearing that. And just, well, I think with anything, you know, there's a flow and like for me with spring, so much fear has come up and I feel like it's like a collective energy almost but I do before I jump into that I do have a question you're a Leo right Mm -hmm. your sun sign sun sign Mm -hmm. so you already are a fire sign so it's like this is probably like a great time for you to really like dive in because it's like you already have that fire but like in other fire signs like I'm a Virgo so like in Capricorn season like when we just had I I was like thrived. I felt so good. Like I love being in other Earth like seasons. So yeah. Oh, I actually didn't think about that. You're right because it is. It has definitely kicked up, and it's exciting. But just like you said, it, there's a lot of fear because we're just I'm moving differently. So it's like venturing into the unknown. Yeah, yeah. For me, I feel like this spring has been like deep 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 cellular change already and we're like low-key like 11 days in like it's not even low-key hockey we are 11 days in and Mm -hmm. I feel like deep cellular change and I almost was like what is happening do I need to look at like my birth chart is there like some transit and I know like um Saturn has moved into Pisces but it's not my Saturn return that happened a couple years ago so I just feel like it's more of like a collective energy that everyone's like feeling this like huge push of like action and spring and especially with like the fire sign and all of that I've been feeling like change on like a whole different level like even my body like what I need and I feel like if I don't continue to do that like or do the things that I'm like urged to it's like what's the point of feeling like the deep change Mm -hmm. and even like um I've already told you this Tanya but um I had, and she knows this, I had a nut allergy, like a severe nut allergy for 13 years, like down bad. Okay. Like we have to go to the hospital. Like I have an EpiPen, like all of these emergency things in place. And I just recently got an allergy test and I don't have allergies anymore. Wow. It's, it's, I'm like trying not to say it's crazy because it's, it's, it's honestly like beautiful and having a conversation with you last week really kind of put perspective on it for me. But it's been just a very interesting way to see how my body is like in my mind and my like everything is changing on like a cellular level because I need different things to come in. And my diet is one of them. And I feel like my diet is going to need more like nuts and seeds and things for Mm -hmm. this springtime. So I'm just trying to evolve with so much grace and love. But it's definitely hard. Like. Um, I talked about this last week, um, how I was talking to my therapist about being stuck and it's being like an illusion. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like working through that and like showing up anyways, even though I'm scared. And that's been like kind of hard, but at the same time, it's like exciting and I feel like really good about it, but still a little scared. (laughs) And that's beautiful. I mean, years from going through having that allergy to now being able to have that, I think 
that just shows how beautiful the body is and how strong you are. Um, so that's amazing. Yeah, thank you. And I do, and I do honestly think, I mean, I'm not saying like, go eat nuts. If you have an allergy, I'm definitely saying go work with a doctor, please. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I did. Like, don't go off and try anything on your own, especially if it's like severe. But I do think um, a lot of my nervous system work has also contributed to that. I mean, I didn't tell my doctor that by any means. But like, Mm -hmm. I really kind of thought that after talking to you, I'm like, oh, yeah, like all this deep nervous system work and talking to my breath and my body and everything I feel like that has all impacted the way I'm like walking through life now yeah I I agree with that a hundred percent kind of getting back into balance you know kind of going back into the yoga one thing I've been learning that I think in western working outer cultures that we don't really take advantage of is like that balance Mm -hmm. So, you know, Mm -hmm. when we have taken action, intense action, there's always that relaxation period afterwards where we're resetting and like really integrating the work that we just did. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing the work on your nervous system, there's just so powerful that like that's a key thing. So that's amazing. And I also think that, you know, with the shift, uh, uh, the season, we're shifting. I forgot to mention also because with this fire there has been like this intense like push for me and it's just a natural push to declutter to same right to do and i mean like (laughs) do you know of course the spring cleaning of cleaning out you know switching over clothes and decluttering the house but i've been like decluttering emails and like pictures on my phone and just things that I always said I wanted to get to it's it's almost like no today is the day we're letting go of stuff that's you know kind of old or outdated and making new making room for the new I love that a hundred percent like I was telling you before we started this I was up at midnight cleaning my room and building a new desk <laughs> Like, why was I doing that? And, like, there's literally, like, piles in my room of, like, books that I'm donating and random things because I'm like, oh, don't need you anymore. You don't fit this mindset. And it was literally, like, an urge. I I feel like my body just got up and started doing stuff. It wasn't even, like, a conscious, like, thought. It was like, all right, this is what we're doing now. And Mm -hmm. even, like, some of my – even from, like, last week that when we talked – or two weeks ago when we talked about rituals, I feel like some stuff has, like, evolved and changed even from that. Like, I'm not doing much tarot in the morning. I'm really doing it at night more, but I'll do, like, a full spread because during the day, I'm just trying to let the day take me where it is. So before Mm -hmm. I even get out of bed, I talk to my body. I talk to my breath. I check in with both of them. um, And then we kind of see where we go. And before I even – my feet even hit the ground, I kind of have, like – an idea of how we want to spend the day and stuff. And then I hang out with tarot at night and draw cards because I have been really into that and doing readings and stuff. And I've done readings for a couple people. So yeah. Yeah. I have been fortunate enough to get a reading and it has been magical. Um, And I think, you know, like you said, we're kind of piggybacking off of that with rituals. Mine have changed, or I guess I should say I've been adding on to them Mm -hmm. Um, because I'm still doing the, prosperity meditation in the morning and like I mentioned earlier yoga but one of the things for this spring that I've kind of just gotten into is like a walking meditation love that love that you know just if there's a lot on my mind and I think you know when we have a lot on our mind it's very exciting 
but it's also kind of like <laughs> you can get distracted, you know? So just kind of getting out there, um, I, in Chicago, we have this trail called the 606. So I've been just kind of walking around that. It's about, I was going to ask you if that's what you were walking on. Mm -hmm, about yeah. three miles. Like, not saying every time I do the three miles, but I just get out there listening to the birds or sometimes, you know, if it's a favorite jam mix or sometimes just being in stillness inside, well, not stillness, but silence as I'm walking and just kind of getting that movement in a movement meditation of quieting the mind, but moving the energy in the body. And that's been a ritual that's been really helping me now. Mm, I love that. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess let me ask you a little question. Sure. Um, I know we talked about what we're moving through with our favorite rituals, how we're going with this season. Um, how about, I'm trying to think what, this is going to be a fun one. What are some of your favorite songs right now? That's a really good question. Okay. I, so I'm going to answer, but I will say this week. Um, okay. So I've been, I talked to you about this a little bit too. So my dreams have been really crazy recently. And I do kind of think that's like fires air, airy season. And I was dreaming about, I, I had a dream about a lion. I was telling Tanya about, but ever since then I've been seeing them everywhere Ooh, i know it's crazy like they're literally popping up everywhere but i've also been when i wake up a song is stuck in my head Ooh, yeah yeah and it's been like that's happened before but i feel like it was because i heard it like before i went to sleep or like something like that it wasn't necessarily like i felt like it was a message the song that's been popping up and i would not call this my favorite song i don't have this on my phone it's not on like my app like i don't even know where this came from hmm. but a moment like this by Kelly Clarkson has been, I know, so oh, wow. weird. Wow, <laughs> this when is I the moment. Up, yeah, and it's been like three times this week, and it happened today. I was like, "What is like? Where is that song coming from?" Like, I couldn't tell you the last time I've heard that song. Wow, or even well, felt like I even like knew the lyrics for real. Mm -hmm. Well, the time is now. A moment like this, I. <laughs> really love that song <laughs> no i mean it's i mean it's a bop she's great i'm just like mm -hmm. i just haven't heard it or like looked for it or like anything you know what i mean and like mm -hmm. so long so like like that's but also i've just been um because so i used to be like really into music like all type like hip-hop like uh, r&b like all of that stuff and i feel like the last kind of year couple years have kind of fell off a bit so i'm like really deep into meditation music and i feel like i yeah. just listen I listen to a lot of frequencies, um, but I've gone back to um, beautiful chorus, of course, and um, like their second album, I think, like the Bean of Love album is like what I've been mm -hmm. listening to a lot, like why I'm getting ready. Yeah, that's so funny that you say that, because when I was thinking about this question, uh -huh. one of my, there's two, two artists have been really in my mix lately. So the first one is the beautiful chorus all of their stuff, same as me, same what you mentioned, just some of their melodies or just meditations, kind of like listening to it, helping me get back in the mood mm -hmm. of just concentrating or whatever the, you know, is at hand. Um, so I love them. And, and that was a beautiful discovery. And then I've also been fortunate enough to have a sister that's a singer and just to Who's see. Who's amazing, her. by the way. Yeah. Sarita Songbird. 
And, you know, growing up with her, listening to her as an artist develop um, has been pretty cool from a personal perspective. But she's been releasing um, her new songs and she just released one, Melton to Me. Um, I'll link it for our listeners. And it's just beautiful. It's just one of the songs I play on um, every day. I, I think it's funny because she's a singer. I'm an art appreciator. And I love singing too, so I'm I'm belting along just with her. But it's just a, a beautiful song, and I think it's been helping um, me, you know, just kind of flow, get into the feminine energy, very flow. So that's a beautiful song. I love that. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's an amazing song. Yeah, we'll definitely link that. You guys should check it out. Her voice is like I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's. I guess it's also one of those things when you like like an artist, you're just like attracted to them. But I feel like she just puts so much of her like soul into the song mm-hmm. that you can like feel it. You can like really feel her singing. Yeah, it is. It's 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 kind of like um, just a beautiful. You you feel her heart in it. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Um, I love that you mentioned the divine feminine. Do you feel like? Because I feel like this spring, I'm connecting to that energy more than I ever have in my whole life honestly Mm -hmm. do you feel like that's coming up for you a lot this spring yes and here's the thing it it's been an interesting experience for me because I feel like with that go 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 work mentality that I had before of just being more so in that masculine energy Mm -hmm. I'm kind of rusty at like falling back and receiving and being creative and so I've just been really open and accepting and just accepting myself as I am but feeling the need to fall back and understand um, my falling back may be different than others and so (laughs) there's a funny example of that I'm having the realization sometimes that maybe what I'm thinking about something mm-hmm. is not exactly what other people may be thinking about that same situation, you mm, know? I As, love that. You know, an easy example would be um, fall, falling into making sure I'm just being very expressive of what my needs are and being open to receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a funny example might be like, let's just say, I needed a ride to the flower shop or something. Mm-hmm. In the past, I would think, you know, I might mention to a friend or something like, hey, I need, um, I'm going to go to the flower shop. I, I would just not really be expressive. Like, can I have a ride? Mm-hmm. I might mention, oh, it's raining. You know, that kind of thing. Try to give hints. Try to give like, hey, <laughs> pick up on the hints. Totally, uh-huh. totally. You know, because I think for me, in my mind, it's like obvious but it's kind of like, you know, kind of being reflective of like being able to accept the the help from others, but mm-hmm. also being able to express that I need the help, you know, or or just relax and let others who want to help me help me, you know. So it's it's been fun because I get to see the transition. And so I'm very proud of myself, but I'm also laughing at the same time. Yeah, sometimes how it can be a little rusty because it's a transition, you know. No, I love that. That's honestly um, one of my lessons I've had. So I lived in Chicago for 13 years and then I'm currently back in Michigan where I'm originally from and I'm living with family. And that was one of my 
big things was like and something me and my therapist still talk about um it's like me accepting help it's like the smallest thing i'm like i can do it by myself and it's like but why you don't have to like here's it like we can take you these places we can do this with you like we're literally here to help you and so i feel like receiving has been something i've struggled with especially over the last year living here but i feel like this spring i've kind of shaken that off a little bit and like yeah yeah, and like more accepting of the divine feminine and like in in the receiving mode for sure but i think something that's helped is i have like new guides and things coming in and i feel like that happens every couple of years but um one of the guides i won't get too deep into her but she is uh, a goddess and working with her she's definitely like a divine feminine and there's been so many little clues that i just was not picking up on that i was supposed to be working with her and even like um i've told you this but like a little example was i got a tarot deck for christmas and or an oracle deck and i just was not connecting with this deck and i was like mm, whatever like that happens no big deal and then I ended up realizing I needed to work with a certain goddess. And then all of a sudden I was drawn to this deck and one of her signs is roses. I looked on the back of this deck, the whole back is just roses. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, oh, okay. Like I was waiting for you. Like she was probably waiting for me, honestly, to be like, hello, hello. So um, it's been nice to be like open. And I've always been someone who does like, I like I've said this before like I'm an artist through and through like before I am anything else I feel like I'm a creator but Mm -hmm. I also think we are all creators I think that's what we're here to do is create even like pouring a glass of water is creating in my mind Mm -hmm. because everything has energy and you've just created like a new energetic field or whatever so I've just never really connected like the receiving with like the artist thing before. And so I feel, so I, yeah. So I feel like even the things I'm making feel a little more meaningful lately. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, me too. Like for me, the whole idea of receiving and thinking about it, it starts kind of like from my thought process of whatever in the past it used to be, whatever I wanted to do, I'd sit down and plan out how am I going to like make this happen, effort my way through making this happen, make a plan, make a checklist, something like that. And now I think about, okay, what do I want to call in? Am I making the space for it? You know, so let's just say if I'm going to do a project, is my desk ready to do the project? Is there space in my apartment? Do I have the mental capacity to kind of take on? Are there any loose ends that I need to clear up? And just kind of having that like confidence, like that it will flow in. You know, I think it's a little different of just having that ease and letting it just flow, you know. Um, Some of the best, I think, times I've spent with friends or moments I've had recently have just been on a whim. You know, my sister calls me up, hey, do you want to go for brunch or something like that? It's just been really magical. But the cool thing is to have that happen, I had to kind of have time, meditate, clear out the day to make sure I'm making space to let the flow in. No, I love that. I feel like that's just like you're checking in with yourself intentionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's a different way of thinking about things that's fun, but it's kind of foreign so learning and having grace and acceptance and compassion for myself while I work through it yeah no I and again I feel like 
I because I feel the same way. Like that's exactly kind of what I'm flowing through. So I feel like that's kind of like a big collective energy right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually have a little question for you. Yes, please. If I can do that. It's kind of sort sort of similar and shifting. So we've been doing a lot of healing work and mm-hmm. part of our healing work is connecting to our inner child. Mm-hmm. And for our listeners, just to kind of give a little context, what I'm talking about is that free spirited part of ourselves, thinking about that childlike part of our consciousness. So that's what I think of as the inner child. Mm-hmm. So right now, what are some of your favorite activities that you are doing to help nurture your inner child? Mm, I love that. Um, I'm trying to find play every day, but I'm not trying to like force it. I'm just trying to like be playful and like movement has really helped. Um, even like not even like like yoga or like Pilates. I mean, I do that stuff, but also like just kind of jumping around and just letting my body kind of jump around has been one thing. Um, I I do this already, but I feel like I've been doing a lot recently. I I color a lot like and mm-hmm. even just like I doodle and color a lot I mentioned this last in the last episode um I have my um nephews a lot playing with them and getting on their level really helps and like I feel like I've beat up knees a lot when they're <laughs> around because I'm always just like uh, on their level crawling around jumping around we bake a lot together so even though I let them do most of it like teaching them and showing them little steps how to do things has also helped my inner child I think because I was always I was kind of, I was kind of like a I don't want to say bossy I want to redefine that word but I was always like had a plan was ready and knew what I wanted to do and like wanted to be in everything so it's been nice to like guide them through that experience of letting them be like heavy-handed and crack eggs and drop them on the floor and who cares we'll clean it up and like so that's been a big thing too I love that you know, I think for me, my inner child, some of the things I've been playing around with and I'm excited to play around with this spring is being bold with fashion and mm. like sometimes letting my inner child dress up, not, not being afraid to maybe wear bolder colors or dress up, that. even if I'm just going to the grocery store. Yeah. You know? um, art also is another one for me. Art, doing art projects and collaging and... and um, giving time to that as if it's really because it is really important you know to just kind of move through that mm-hmm. I think for me the fun this is a funny one my final one that I'm loving doing is just growing up um my dad usually had to work at night mm-hmm. so during the days usually when he was sleeping so we'd want to make sure we weren't too loud to make sure he could sleep and I think naturally just from years of that I'd have like a quiet voice and it just it just honestly naturally turned out to be that way so some of the times what I do now is singing in the shower and just you know being loud and it's okay and it was okay when I was younger but you know just to be considerate yeah um, back then but now it's kind of like singing my favorite songs and just like you said being playful yeah no I love that you mentioned singing because um I I live with my grandma right now she's the best um but we make noise like random noises at each other all the time like (laughs) we'll just be like ah and like do it back and forth and I feel like that's such good like throat chakra stuff but just really playful and I think even being around her has helped because she's so playful like Mm -hmm. even in her like 
mid 70s she's so playful and so like goofy but in like in an adult fun way you know what i mean and she's Mm -hmm. always been like that and so i feel like that's been really good too oh that's really nice and cool too you have those moments with her yeah no and we can like be silly and like we're silly together a lot so that's fun um i have a question for you though yeah what are you what are you what are some of the things you're doing to like be more present to be consciously in the moment oh that's a really good question i think really paying attention to my body and how i feel um i i even noticed it was awesome i was actually in um one of the breath and company's classes yesterday and it's a it was a perfect example of remembering the breath to be in the moment because in that class, when we do the breath work, you know, being guided through it, you realize how your breath is affecting your body. And for me, I think I'm remembering, okay, am I breathing in? If maybe I'm stressed out, you know, I might have like a knot in the stomach. Am I relaxing, Um, you know, shaking it off or, just really paying attention to what my body needs mm-hmm. because I think sometimes it can be so easy for us to get disconnected in how we feel. So um, it used to be in the past, if I was super busy, maybe if I sneezed, um, you know, it could be catching a cold bar or am I just tired, you know, or did I eat something that maybe my body sending me a sign in the digestive system? Like, oh, we don't like that. So just being really aware of the signals my body sends me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. That's such a good answer. Um, for me, I would say it's, again, connection to my body. It's like feeling my body. I feel like um, in the last year, I like touch my body more, like even like my shoulders, um, my face, and just to like really feel like to feel myself, to feel my body. But I, I will, um, I wanted to mention this happened literally like last January and I still think about it. One of my favorite rituals I've ever gone to, it was um, on, and I'll tag her in the, um, we'll put her in the notes, but uh, on Instagram, she's G stone, but it was like, she was um, doing a ritual for a friend of mine and it was all about uh, sensuality and just like being in your body in connection to your body and after that, like, I still do little tips and tricks from that. Like, she was just talking about even when you're, like, washing the dishes, like, not trying to rush through it, just, like, feeling your hands and feeling the water and, like, the temperature and just, like, really being in that moment. And I talked about this in one of the episodes about how I call my energy back and then I put lotion on to really, like, connect to my body. And I, she didn't tell me to do that or talk about that. But from that workshop, I was like, okay, that came mm-hmm. out of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is nice. So it, being just present with that or even like with food, like t- like if I'm like going from the kitchen to the dinner table, like I'm not eating in between because I want to sit down and really enjoy the food. I want, especially if I put like energy into it or whoever made it, they put energy into it. So I really want to sit, take my time, enjoy the food, think about it. I close my eyes when I eat a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, I do a shoulder shake when it's really good. Yeah, it is. I feel like food is such a beautiful ritual. It's a gift, you know, to ourselves and to like loved ones when we're cooking. You can Mm -hmm. definitely tell the difference when someone put a lot of love 
or when someone's rushing and throwing things together. Mm-hmm. Especially mm-hmm. if you do like a quick like fast food or something, it's like when you get more in tune with your body, you're like, this was thrown together with three seconds and a half a thought or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question that I think might be a question you talked about, so I might have stole your question, but we can both go over it. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> oh, we talk about new cycles. Mm-hmm. Um, are there, is there anything new with your current cycle, how you're moving through things? Yeah, I feel like there's so much newness coming in with spring and like April's literally like tomorrow. April feels like really fresh and new. When I think about April, I think about like, um, like the sensations that are coming up for me right now is like, like water, but like flowers, like when it's raining and you see like the water on the flowers. So like, I don't know, it just feels Mm -hmm. fresh and new and I'm just letting that in and I'm just accepting that I'm here to like transmute energy and move through things. And so I'm just really just being open to new cycles and I've even like we talked about cleaning I'm like moving my whole room around because I'm like okay like newness is coming in I need to be set up for it Mm -hmm. and just kind of trying to be more in the moment and get out of my head because I feel like I've done a lot of self-sabotaging in the past Mm -hmm. so I'm just trying to like be present and like with breath and company you brought up um, I'm just trying to like accept the title it's like no I am a I'm a a guide. I'm an intuitive meditation guide. Mm-hmm. I am good in my field. I accept who I am. And this is what we got to work with. And really just being like, um, everything is a learnable skill. I feel like that's really my big lesson right now is everything's a learnable skill. If I want to mm-hmm. embody something I can and just trusting myself. So a lot of trust right now. Yeah, that's I also have trusting myself as a key thing for this current cycle. But I think, too, also just seeing the beauty in the unknown mm-hmm. and allowing mm-hmm. it to happen. You know, sometimes I can be really oh, what is it? not wanting to control the situation, but wanting to kind of like have a couple steps ahead. So I know what's coming, like even with this yeah. podcast and, you know, making sure, you know, what am I going to say or things like that. And as actually we've gone on and done these I think I've had more trust for myself and just trust that the magic will unfold and um, I think about a beautiful time when I first started um, really investing in self-care I went on a trip with my sister Mm -hmm. to LA and it was like one of my favorite trips and at the time I was really busy at work she was really busy at her job and with her music projects and so we dedicated time to go but we really didn't have time to plan anything. We were staying in Venice. And at that time, I was freaking out about it. Cause you know me, I was like, what are we gonna do? I need an itinerary. We need, you know. And I'm the same way of <laughs> like, what are we gonna what are we gonna do? You know. And yes. we both just sat down and said, you know what, let's just let the magic unfold. You know, even we're gonna be at the beach. Like if we have nothing to do, we're just gonna soak up the sun. And I remember we landed and we took a lift or an Uber mm-hmm. or a ride from the airport to Venice, our Airbnb. And we just had this wonderful driver. And, you know, with LA traffic, we were in the car for a while mm-hmm. and he just explained the layout of the city, 
gave some great recommendations. And it was almost like we didn't have to plan anything. We ran into this person who was really nice greeting us into LA. And he basically was our event planner or, you know, like travel planner, because we did most of the things he suggested and they were amazing. And it was just kind of like an example I keep in my mind of thinking like, okay, let's just let the unknown, of course, you know, you want to be safe on certain things and of course, of prepared, course. you know, it's, you know, like if interview, you don't want to just let the unknown happen. But in certain instances, in most times, I think the magic unfolds when you just trust, like you said, you trust yourself, but you trust that whatever you need, it's just going to come. And and I think that was a, a beautiful example. And I got a wonderful tan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. Yeah. No, I try. Uh, one thing I keep telling myself right now is I trust future self with future problems. So I don't need to worry about problems tomorrow because f- I trust my future self enough to deal with it that I can deal with the moment. Yes. Oh, that's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, you know, that is beautiful. Well, that was so beautiful. I feel like from our conversation, I always love our discussions because I get so many gems and I love trying out the new things you know, to see if they work for me or to make up my own little rituals. Yeah, no, I I love these little talks. That's why I really wanted to do an episode like this where we just kind of chit chat, get into like what's going on. And again, I feel like every episode I'm like spring, 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 but it's such like, it's such an impactful time if you let it be and just really taking action and the things in your life. So yeah, and ride the wave because like with fire, there's a lot of stuff, it, you know, there can be impulsivity, there can be mm-hmm. rush, or there can be beautiful new projects that unfold, but just ride in the wave as it comes along. Let and us stay grounded. Sorry. Yeah, and staying grounded. Yes, that is actually key. And that's something I'm working on right now, too. Well, let us know what you're moving through this season and let us know what you think of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Can't wait to see you next time. All right, bye. Bye.